Welcome to Ten Bestest, where we sift through the noise so you don't have to. Each week, we share our ten favorite things of the moment. Anything goes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ten Bestest. I'm Karen McFarlane Holman, and I'm Brian Hart. Hey, Brian. Hey. <laughs> I'm really excited about today. As usual, we have ten cool sheets for y'all, and I get to go first. And I want to tell you right off the bat that you are going to be able to find everything that we talk about if you go to our website, tenbestest.com, and today's episode slash Spock, because I'm going to be talking about Live Long and Prosper. That's right, Leonard Nimoy. And I wanted to talk about Leonard Nimoy from a point of view that I was not familiar with until my son told me that he is in love with Leonard Nimoy's poetry. I happened to be in our local bookstore and I saw that there was a poetry book by Leonard Nimoy. I even brought it here and it is called Warmed by Love. It was my impression to look at this and, and just think, oh, now is this one of those things where the actors are trying this awkward other thing? And, you know, I've seen William Shatner do a similar thing with singing. And and actually what happened was I started then sitting down and reading this poetry to Julian at night and we really, really enjoyed it. It is so sweet and the best part about it, and the reason why I'm bringing it up as a cool sheet, is that we all know Leonard Nimoy as Spock. And he has actually been described, a lot of people said early on his, in his career, he was so obsessed and just laser focused on his career that they said Leonard didn't come out a lot, that he was very Spock-ish. But there's something about poetry that is so different from that Spock likeness that this is when he started doing it is in the 70s and 80s he started publishing it. It's hard to find anything he's done online, but he does read poetry. And the poetry selections that he reads on YouTube are lovely. We've listened to those as well. And so there is just this sweet, sincere, loving side to him that I just think isn't celebrated enough. With that, Leonard Nimoy, aka Spock. Oh, that's so cool. I think I have heard something about how he's so much deeper than his character. And it's such a strong character that he got, it just became him, you know, yes. which is unfair, but it happens a lot to celebrities. Yeah. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen the the video Nimoy sings Bilbo Baggins, the ballad of Big Bilbo Baggins. Oh my gosh. You know, I think I have because I've seen him do something singing and it was that's one of those pretty like... magical yeah. as well. <laughs> and we want to instantly see him in a in an opposite of Spock role. <laughs> that's so great. But also kind of Spock. Yeah. It's pretty great. Well and he wrote a book called I Am Not Spock because oh, there, wow. was, mm -hmm, there was a point when he was just fed up yeah. with like, no, no, I am different. <laughs> and then he wrote another book in the 90s called I Am Spock. Ah, so great. Isn't it? That's so great. Yeah. And I haven't read either one of those, but I just thought that He's was really cool. He's come full circle to the yeah. accept that he, yeah. that he is. Because he is, you know, it is unfair, but it's also true. Like, it is part of them. 
that they become this character and it does it is and they, they contribute so much of themselves yes. even though it might not be behaviors that's the same there is similarities i think and so yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's Absolutely. cool. I love that he came full circle on it and actually said, I know. I, am I love that That's story. really cool because I don't know if a lot of people in that position accept it. I know that a lot right. of people get fed up and get to that point yep. where they're like, I'm tired of it. But not many, I think, come full circle. So I love that. It's really cool. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Oh, it's my great. pleasure. And my first school sheet is a human as well. This human's name is Nzambi Mati. I believe she is a 20-year-old materials engineer and started a company in her native Kenya manufacturing paving bricks made from plastic waste and sand that is cheaper, stronger, and more durable than concrete or the typical bricks that you uh, find in a masonry field. She was named the Young Champion of the Earth by the United Nations, so that's a pretty big deal. (laughs) Each day, her business turns out 1,500 plastic pavers, which are prized by schools and homeowners because they are both durable and affordable. The name of her company, Janji Makers, I believe, is also giving a second life to these plastic bottles and containers, which would otherwise end up in landfills or worse, on Nairobi's streets. Uh, She's quoted, It's absurd that we still have this problem with providing decent shelter, a basic human need. Plastic is a material that is misused and misunderstood. The potential is enormous, but the afterlife can be disastrous. So I love that attitude of it and how she's taking something. And even in the United States, we still have a big problem with plastic and reusing it. And even the place that was here locally in town that was close to us anyway, I think they went out of business. They stopped recycling some plastic things. And it's it's a real... You know, I try to be so environmentally conscious, and that is one of my biggest sticking points. I feel really guilty or worried about all this plastic because everything still comes in plastic. And she got, I don't know if she got the idea, but there is also a bonus cool sheet. There's a place called Waste Aid that offers step-by-step instructions for communities who want to make their own bricks from plastic waste. So that was a twofer, but definitely check out this human, Nazambi Mati. Oh my gosh, I love it. It is unbelievable and interesting how we have made these inventions that were to make good things for us as humans, and then it turns out they're bad. And then we do some more brilliant things and we figure out a way around it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great example of that. And I still don't understand why this isn't everywhere. This is such a no brainer. I mean, just plastic. Waste, uh-huh. so you're getting free material, probably, yes. and sand. So overheads, probably not. I mean, the machinery, of course, would cost some right. money. And you have to check her out when you go to the show notes because she just she has like this uh, kind of bleached blonde hair um, with some dreads, and she has a million dollar smile, and it just instantly captures you. You can see why she won this award and why she's just so infectious with her passion and all of these cool things that she's doing. That really sold it for me oh, too. I love it. But yeah, I wish more people would do it. It's and especially if there's these step by step instructions of how to do it that's incredible so it's not like proprietary process it's like here's how you do it that's so cool yeah yeah ah she's my new famous person i mean not not famous i mean she is famous but favorite person yeah right oh 
cool. I love that. So inspiring. My next cool sheet. All right. This is an article and it's about a very common fruit, the grapefruit. Okay. So you're like, all right, what's the big deal? Well, the name of the article is grapefruit is one of the weirdest fruits on the planet. And it goes on and on about this. And at first I was reading it going, okay. And then I started getting to the part where I was like, oh, this is serious. And this is interesting. And this is something that people need to know about. So the first part is more of just I I would say from a biological perspective, it's like, oh, it's related to this and that and, you know, some interesting tidbits, trivia type things. But then it gets into this story about people who were looking at and this is I think in the 1930s, they were looking at interactions of different drugs because when drugs started being used more, penicillin had just been invented. And so people were looking at interactions of alcohol with drugs or different things that you could take with drugs that might uh, mask the taste of it because a lot of drugs were tasted bad. It was then discovered that grapefruit was affecting a lot of different drugs in a way that other citrus fruits weren't and other fruits and other foods. And in some cases, it was really serious, like it was causing the drug to not be absorbed or to have a serious interaction that was serious, meaning they were thinking, oh, this might have actually even contributed to the death of the person, like very, very serious. I'll just give you some of these because we're running out of time, but it does interact with Xanax and Valium, also with Adderall and Ritalin, also with Zoloft and Paxil. Lipitor is a cholesterol-lowering agent, and it's affected with that. Um, Cilius and Viagra, and also with Tylenol and Allegra. So this is definitely worth checking out, scrolling down just to that section and finding out more about that parts of it and everything else you would ever want to know about grapefruit. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. My background, I worked in a produce department for 13 Mm -hmm. plus years. So I know a little bit about fruits and vegetables, but certainly not that kind of stuff, which is fascinating. Yeah. And they're not anti, right? They're just like, just be careful what you mix it it with, essentially. Yeah, it's just, this is a good to know kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because grapefruit, you only hear about how good grapefruit is for you. Right, which it is. It's got a lot of really good stuff for it. it. Yeah. And that's funny, too, because the second you said that, I was like, oh, there's a grapefruit in my fridge that I need to eat tonight because it's going to go bad. And I cannot stand food waste. So, So, and they do say, for example, with Tylenol, they say the grapefruit interaction is not a big deal because it's a safe drug anyway. But if there's something you need to take, like if you need to take Lipitor for your cholesterol lowering, then don't take it with grapefruit. Like, don't eat grapefruit in the morning when you take it because you're just negating the effect of it. So. Right. Wow. Okay. Good enough. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Welcome. All right. My next cool sheet is another human slash chef. And she's kind of in my series of uh, people that I want to highlight more diverse uh, voices that kind of left Bon Appetit. So I've talked about that in past shows. Uh, but I want to talk about this person, and it is Gabby uh, Milia believe. 
And she is a professional chef with almost 20 years of industry experience and a lifetime of personal knowledge about food and all of the beautiful flavors. Uh, she was born in uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. She grew up with uh, this love for food and it was encouraged in her family. She always looked at it as um, a passion and not any kind of uh, a chore because it was very much in her upbringing to help with cooking. In 2003, she went to culinary school when she signed up for a work-study program there, and then she just decided she wanted to do it professionally. Uh, like I said, she worked at Bon Appetit for a while. I think she was a test kitchen manager, has since moved on and kind of has her own website and guest spots on other YouTube uh, cooking channels. Another reason why I like her, not only because her food is amazing and it's uh, from Argentina, so I don't know, I you know, because it's different, right? There's Mexican food, but there's other regions. You know, that's like saying... United States, there's only one kind of food. There's regions and areas, and it has this rich diversity of flavors and culture and history and tastes, and it's amazing. So I'm trying to really get more specific in different areas of you know Mexico and South America and all these other places, and she really does that, plus her attitude. And that's, for me, if you've known a lot of my past Cool Sheets, it's all about the personality of the person. And I, you know, her videos can be pretty lo-fi sometimes. She'll film it literally on her iPhone without a tripod, but her personality and just everything shines through and her food's amazing. So she right there is worth attention and checking out Gabby Molina. Yes. I love it. And yeah, I I think it's it's interesting because you know a lot of times we set food by country, right. but it really should be region. Like yeah. you think about the Amazon region of South America, we have, it's mostly Brazil, but it also touches into Peru and Colombia and, and Ecuador region. And that is going to have different food than if you're up in the Andes, yeah. which oh, yeah. is, you know, and so if you just separate out by region, that makes ma- way more sense. Yep. And then within the region, it'll be different. Yeah. Oh, right. You know? Exactly. Like, it's so, um, it's way more to it, which uh, to me is fascinating and and such a it's it's such a bonus, you know, to yeah. learn all these interesting ideas of she has like a it's called a chaca torta, which is a essentially chocolate cake, but in Argentine, like the most famous chocolate cake in Argentina and what she grew up with. I mean, right there, like, of course, I want to learn how to make that, even if I don't make it myself, but to see her make yeah. it and see her pride of her culture and it looks amazing and i think i was playing a clip for you and she was talking on her phone like a banana phone yes. like using like <laughs> oh i love it her personality i mean oh. you weren't even seeing her and i could tell that she's yeah, just so fun totally yeah so I yeah i want to see i want to see the videos i haven't seen the videos yet. yeah oh that's great. awesome i'm looking forward to that Cool. Okay, cool. Um, All right. So my next cool sheet, I'm going to be talking about a technique to deal with if you are feeling upset. And this is a technique that I learned from a friend of mine who's a psychotherapist, and she does this to help her clients. But it is also something that I, you know, because she just told me about it, I didn't have a link. So I did look up just the general idea of how being in the present moment can help alleviate a lot of anxiety or if you're upset or if you are 
well, really upset for any reason. It could be anger. It could be fear or something like that. And her name is Patty Moeller. And what she calls it is, and I actually, I got the um, the honor of naming it, but she already had the technique and I named it for her. It's called 54321 Grounded. She tells her patients to, you're feeling upset and you're sitting there and you're out of your mind. So you have to stop and get yourself to do this. And in terms of the five, four, three, two, one, five, you look around and you name five things that you can see. And then you think of four things that you could touch. So you can touch your own hair. I can touch this book. I can touch this. Okay. And then three things you can hear. And so I can hear my own voice. I can hear sort of the hum of the room. I, you know, and then you, two things you can taste. So if you do have your coffee nearby and and something else, and then one thing you can smell. And by that point, and probably halfway through you're doing that, you are so in the moment because you're looking for things, you're feeling things, you're, and you're trying to go through this process. You are inherently now in the present moment. Your anxiety has been brought way down. And so the studies have shown this present moment awareness techniques, any kind of, there's more than just this technique, but this is one that works really well other techniques will not only help you in that moment, but the research studies have shown that it will help you throughout the rest of the day and even into the next day. So five, four, three, two, one, grounded. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is so cool. I love this. And I, so is that what you did right before the show's started right i th- i swear i heard you saying five four three two one and i was like oh are we going like i started to like get the record ready <laughs> i think i was and just I, saying it outside because I, I mean out loud because i was typing, typing it. it or something yeah. that's so funny um because yeah i was like oh we're we're gonna go and then i'm like oh no okay she's just blasting off or something i don't know <laughs> right <laughs> but that's so cool wow i mean when you just just when you and I've done a lot of mindfulness stuff, and, mm-hmm. and thanks to you, I'm doing Headspace every day. Thank you again. I love it so much. And all you had to do is start talking about it, and I was like in. I was not only doing what you were as you were saying it, but I was like, oh yeah, this is, there's no question this works. Yeah. And it was so great just from hearing you do it. I cannot wait to implement this. This is going to be so cool. Isn't it? Isn't uh, it? I'm just... And what a simple, like most things, simple but effective and perfect, like a yeah. way to get you in the present moment because that does get hard sometimes. Yes. And even if you do a lot of mindfulness mm-hmm. training, certain technique or whatever, you know, we, we sometimes we call them tricks or hacks or whatever, but that's a really, really good one yeah. because just counting down, you know, you always hear count to 10 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but that's totally different. And then pretty soon that becomes such a routine that doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, yeah. you're just counting and you're just still like you're counting your blood exactly. pressure go up instead exactly. of go down. You know? But now there's a thing to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the key is you're doing and you're doing different senses. Yes. Oh, it's so, that's it? so good. Isn't it great? Um, one it. other thing that she mentioned is that don't ever get worried like, oh, I, I can't hear three different yeah, things right okay, now. Sure. She's like, don't worry about it. Just, yeah. it, you know, find two or find even if it's one and then yeah. you can move to the next thing. It's That's totally cool. fine. Yeah. 
That makes so. sense too, because yeah, you don't want that to start stressing out more. Like, oh no, no. Like, oh, I can I only hear one thing. I oh, wait, I can't taste. Do I have COVID? Oh no, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Oh man, <laughs> exactly. Oh gosh. Okay. Thank you so much for that. That oh. I am certainly going to well, use that. Well, thank you to Patty Moeller. Yes, thank you, Patty. Who taught me? So, so. cool. All right, my next school sheet. I am so excited about this one. This is a TV show, old school. It is The Muppet Show. And I'm talking about The Muppet Show today because at time of recording, it just got released all five seasons on Disney+. And, oh my gosh, nostalgia heaven. This is a comedy television series created by Jim Henson featuring The Muppets, most Everybody in the world, at least in the United States, knows the Muppets now. But if you don't, definitely check them out. Uh, This is what's wild. The U.S. rejected Henson's proposal for the show, and a British producer expressed interest and actually was the one that started the show. So all those shows, I did not know this, were filmed in uh, London or somewhere, somewhere, yeah, in uh, Elstree Studios in England. Uh, So... Five seasons, 120 episodes. They did become uh, syndicated and shown throughout the United States from 1976 to 1981. So I was pretty young, and it was probably also uh, replayed all the time. But I remember this vividly in my childhood, and it instantly brought back these great feelings. And plus, it, it holds up. Like, it's still so endearing and charming. It's a variety show featuring reoccurring sketches and musical numbers interspersed with plot lines taking place backstage uh, in other areas of the venue, which is so cool. And Kermit the Frog is the host and the showrunner. And he's usually trying to, like, wrangle the other Muppets that are going crazy. There's all this drama all the time. And also trying to keep the guest hosts. Um, so they always have one human guest host. And these are, like, huge stars. So Florence uh, Henderson, Alice Cooper, there was a Star Wars special, Steve Martin, Phyllis Diller, John Denver, Vincent Price, Don Knotts, Elton John, George Burns, Julie Andrews, Peter Sellers, just to name a few. And it's so cool to see them when they were either super, super young in their career or in their prime way back. It's so cool. Definitely check out The Muppet Show. That's so cool. Oh, I totally watched it. Yeah. I totally remember as you were going down the list of the hosts or the guests, I totally remember several of those, but I really want to watch that again. It, so. it, it took it instantly takes oh, you back yes. and in such a delightful way. And like I said, it there's of course Jim Henson was just such a genius. There's lessons in uh-huh. there, but subtle and fun and funny. Yeah. And and you learn things, but humor. yeah, the snarkiness yeah. of it, and it, you you don't realize that you're growing as a human, especially when you were young, you know, when you were, had impressionable time of your life, but you were just enjoying Muppets and yeah. this spectacle, and it was teaching you foundations of, you know, how to be a better human, which was so cool, and just craziness, too, yes, though. It exactly. definitely didn't take itself super seriously, which was even more fun. Uh, yeah. It's so great. I'm Definitely. so glad. And and they also, because British television was um, shorter or longer or something, their breaks, their breaks were shorter. So the mm-hmm. commercial breaks, big surprise, shorter than in the U.S. Um, so there's actually like extra footage where they use that as time filler in England. And so some of it's never been seen before. Ooh. Some of the seasons haven't been released forever. So it's for the first time where you get this extra footage and all five seasons on Disney+. Plus. It's so, so cool. So on Disney+, Plus now, when you watch it, is it 
like when I watch an episode, I might see clips that I didn't see before when I was little. I don't know because I did watch one, but it's been so long I wouldn't have recognized it. Okay. You know, when yeah. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. But there definitely was an extras tab. So I wonder if that's, if it's like, there somewhere so i'm not 100 percent positive but that's worth checking out i just heard that there was all this there's not tons but extra footage so i need to check out and see if it's in the extra section or if it's just weaved in which would be cool too so because then you could because i don't know you like could you tell when it cut Mm -hmm. you know when it's extra Mm -hmm. or is that just an i have a feeling it must be like an add-on little scene maybe another backstage you know 10 15 second thing i don't know yeah, so that is that a show out. I've never watched with my kids. So oh, I'm going to pull so it up this great weekend. to do that. I think they'll really love it. Yeah, yeah. It is a full on family something for everyone. Yeah. Humor that hits at different age yes, levels. Absolutely. And, yeah. There's yeah. so many things that were way above my head. You know, innuendos yeah. and things are like, whoa! I was five when I was watching this, but of course, but you know, you I don't. had no idea. You know, mm-hmm. Miss Biggie was so inappropriate towards. <laughs> And the guests, and, ah, it's just, it's so funny. If you ever want to see, you know, Florence Henderson fight with a stuffed pig, you oh, know? Yes. <laughs> like, how fantastic is that oh. to see Mama Brady getting in a fight? Oh, with that's a so great. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, well, and then thank singing you. the next second, you know? Uh huh, uh huh. Oh, for that blast from the past. Yes. That's great. Uh, Okay, moving on. Um, But I did want to remind everyone before I start my next cool sheet that if you want to look up any of the show notes for anything we're talking about, you can go to our website, 10bestest.com slash Spock for this particular episode. All right, number four, I'm going to be talking about a human. His name is Naveen Jain. And I'm talking about him because I actually got to meet him and talk with him yesterday, and it was fascinating. He is an entrepreneur. He is the CEO and the founder of many tech companies, and he is also a philanthropist. And what I discovered from him, because at first I was like, wow, he's, you know, he's founded all these companies. That's really great. That's really interesting. But the reason why he's a cool sheet is after speaking with him and also hearing him on other shows and interviews and things is he has such a big heart and the way he sees things is so unique and so different. I understand first why he is the founder of all these successful companies and then also why he is much loved by many people because he does have a huge heart so he's not out to make a lot of money he has very humble beginnings he was raised in India they were extremely poor and at some point he realized his mom was illiterate and they all realized that their only way him and his brothers and sisters were was through education. And so they all did learn different skills. And um, and he just stayed so curious about everything that even though he doesn't have any high degree in any tech company, he does have a background in engineering, but it's not a PhD or anything like that. But he is just so curious. And he has just thought... I'm going to think of the most audacious thing. Let's go to the moon. And so he started a company called Moon Express. And currently that company is the only company that is allowed to leave orbit and go to the moon currently. And 
a bunch of other companies as well. But his heart is wonderful. He he says, you know what people don't sell? He said, just educate people and inspire people. And then if they are so moved, they will buy what you have because it is a wonderful thing that you're doing. But he is like, educate and inspire. And so that's just a good example of how wonderful he is. Naveen Jain. Wow. Yeah. More people. If we could have more people like him. What a world it would be, huh? That is so cool. Yeah. I, I love that kind of story. You know, it always seems like, well, not always, but a lot of the time when people have humble beginnings, they are more giving in the future yes. if they do find success in what yep. they're doing and passion. There's always exceptions to the rule in mm. both cases. But yeah, there is something about that where that it just teaches you, keeps you humble and yeah. keeps you just passionate and wanting to help people, which is so beautiful. Remembering your background yeah. and what can you do. Another thing that he has said, he said, never measure your success by how much money you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Measure your success by how many people you can help yeah, and how many people so cool. that you help who then can help other people and empowering people. And yeah. so he's just, he's all about that. That's another is, piece of advice. It's so simple and you yeah. hear it and you're like, well, yeah, of course but profound and Mm -hmm. so true and not followed as much as probably even if you've heard it, you know, (laughs) like easy to forget, even though it's, it's easy. Uh, When he was, I actually brought my notes when he was talking, I was just scribbling down quote. Like I, I have a little book of quotes now from this guy. So (laughs) so good. (laughs) Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. It's very cool. All right, my fourth cool sheet is a YouTube channel, and I, I swore I talked about this already, but I, I don't think I have. Maybe I have. I don't know. It is Dad, How Do I? And this YouTube channel is so wonderful. It has 3.1 million subscribers and counting, uh, 66 videos and counting at time of recording. It's by Robert Kenny. I uh, started this uh, wonderful YouTube channel back just in April or May of 2020. So as time of recording, n- not even a year uh, since he started it. And he started these kind of how-to videos by a dad who has raised two adults and we still talk, he says. And he says he'll do his best to provide useful, practical content to many basic tasks that everyone should know how to do. He started this for his own children. Uh, they, you know, they did grow up and they were out of the house, but he wanted to show them how to do things, how to do, you know, essentially basic things that a lot of people don't know how to do. What I love about this, though, and, and again, it's his personality. He's so charming. His heart is so big. He starts every video with, hey, kids, even though now he has millions of followers, everybody's his kids. And at the end, he usually kind of ends it with, you got this. I love you. I'm proud of you. And God bless. And it's just so cool. It's been such uh, inspiration and, and so popular for good reason. So he just talks about things, how to change a tire, how to jump a car, how to how to use a caulking gun. So all of these skills that maybe people that either maybe they don't have a dad, maybe their dad didn't teach them, maybe their dad just wasn't that fixy, you know, that fix up kind of dad that knew uh, different things, multiple reasons of why you might not know how to do this stuff. And it's such a cool idea of how to learn these basic skills that maybe, you know, he talks about how to shave, you know, how to make a cup of coffee, just like these wonderful, they're pretty basic things, but some of them, you know, how to change a doorknob. Fantastic. I just love it. Dad, how do I? I love this YouTube channel. I've never seen it before. I've just heard about it right now from you, but I already love it. Yeah, it's so, so delightful. 
Uh, I bet there is so much stuff that I could learn from it and that I could show my kids like yeah so if there's something i don't know how to do and i'm like hey kids here's how you do it yeah because <laughs> the way he does it you know he's and there are tons of of course there's tw- tons of how to videos on youtube some of the best parts mm-hmm. of youtube is that you have but it, again it's his personality yeah. it's it's his you know he doesn't talk to you like you know you should know how to do this he's so endearing because he made it with the idea of teaching his own kids these skills these basic skills and And it's just so, yeah, anybody would appreciate it. Even if you knew how to do it, I think just watching a little piece of it, you can't help but smile. It's so great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, thank you. I think he's coming out with a book as well. So, you know, got super popular. Now he's coming up with a, you know, oh, and he always had dad jokes, of course. He really embraces that dad persona so much so that he usually starts a video with a corny dad joke. <laughs> that kind of relates to whatever he's talking about. Yes, so that's, yes. It's fantastic. It's so good. Excellent. <laughs> Keeping it fun. Cool. All right. Well, here I am to my last cool sheet already. And I figured since I just talked about Naveen Jain that I would talk about one of his companies because I think this company is really important and could play a role in people's health. And this comes from one of his beliefs. His core belief is that we should all be CEOs of our own health is how he puts it, being in charge of our own health. And he started really feeling this way when he started getting prescriptions from doctors. And he said, yeah, every morning I was taking a handful of prescriptions, prescription medicine. He's like, no, this is not how life should be. And so he started investigating more about health and he came upon something that is well known, and that is all the microorganisms in our bodies that we have that are in our gut, that are on linings of our lungs. They're, they're everywhere. And in fact, most of the DNA in our body, like our body is like the earth to these creatures, and there's more DNA that's from the microorganisms than there is our own, and they are playing a role in our if they're out of balance, then they're going to affect our health. And this company, Viome, it's called, is it uses this special sequencing technology to discover all the microorganisms that we have in our bodies. And so this is individual. This isn't done for all humans. It's a very individual thing because he said, for example, for him, he can't eat spinach. But spinach, of course, is touted as being really good for you. And his wife eats spinach, and that's great for her, but not for him. So he said it's a very individualized thing. And so once you learn to understand your body and your body's microorganism balance, then that's going to allow you to then better understand what food you can intake and things like that. And then again, being in charge of your own health. So this is definitely a company to keep your eyes on to see what they're doing to see what they're offering. I think I'm really interested in it. It's called Viome. Oh, this is really cool. I wonder if this is a company that I've heard before because I'm pretty deep into the weeds on a lot of different people that I listen to podcasts, you know, Tim Ferriss, 
Ben Greenfield a lot, Kevin and even Kevin Rose and some other people talk about all kinds of different things like this. And I've certainly heard some of these. What fascinates me the most is, like you said, spinach is you know supposed to be so universally yeah, good. Right. It can be. Your body can react in a different way than mm-hmm. most people. And I've always wanted to take you know either extensive blood work or whatever they do to check this out. That's what they offer. Yeah. So this yeah. is really cool. I, I've never done it. I've always heard about it and it's not always super, it's kind of expensive to run that much lab work usually. Yeah. I don't know about this one, I but the ones that I've $250-ish. seen. $250-ish. Oh, okay. So that's not too bad. I mean, 250 bucks is not easy for most people like me. Uh, but yeah, my, the one I think I heard about was more in the 500. So that was mm-hmm. even more, like that's a lot. But to really find out what is optimal for your body is important. It is yeah. super important. So, yeah. And, you know, sometimes you need more minerals certain, you know, your body just doesn't produce enough something and then you can, you know, compensate for that. And then all of a sudden everything's running better. Yeah. That's yeah. super, super cool. Uh, cool. I'm yeah. glad. Thanks for that reminder to, I need to start looking into stuff like that. So, right. Cool. Right. So I need to look more into it, but if you imagine if you invest the 250 and then you get to go off prescription medicine that maybe you oh, have a copay yeah, for huge. every month or something, yeah, then right? it could pay for itself with just sure. that one prescription. Yeah. Um, and that would just depend on you and what, if you do have prescriptions and things like that. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. Or preventative. Right? Or preventative. You know, exactly. That's, that's where mm-hmm. I'm at. So I don't take any prescription medication yet but i don't want to either right. so you yep. know do it before you have to yeah that's fantastic thank you so much all right my last cool sheet is i'm calling it food it is food kind of uh it's gum but it's a very specific kind of gum it's called per gum it's p-u-r is the name of the company and this is my now the only gum i use and again it has been i think a couple different people. I think Ben Greenfield was one of the first person to talk about this. Uh, but then Dr. Rhonda Patrick uh, really talked about how good this gum is. And so this actually promotes oral health. So it's gum that's actually good for you. It's because it's naturally sweetened with 100% xylitol, which is recommended by dentists to reduce reduce plaque buildup and wash away bacteria. So it is so good. It's vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, nut, and peanut-free. It's Swiss-made with non-GMO, diabetic-friendly. So uh, xylitol is one of the lowest sweeteners on the glycemic index. So now, obviously, this is not medical advice. If you have diabetes, do not just think you're in the clear. Talk to your doctor. Do what you need to do because that can be very serious for people But it does, I think it measures seven on uh, the scale where regular sugar is in the 60s or 70s. So it does have a very low glycemic index. So those are things to think about. But again, really research this. But for people that don't uh, have those concerns, it's just a really good substitute for instead of getting gum with artificial sweeteners and weird things in it, um, I'm really... Love this, it, you know, and if it can also help with bacteria and possibly, you know, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick said that the only factor that she had, and she wasn't sponsored or anything, she she went to the dentist at one point, had some micro cavities, went away, and her next check checkup, like six months later or whatever, she didn't have any cavities anymore. And the only thing she said she did different was start chewing the scum. Now she's not saying a hundred percent that that's what did it. There could be ton of other factors, but she's like, if that's even a little true, 
then it's worth doing, especially if you like to chew gum. That's good for uh, appetite suppressant, things like that. So uh, it's the gum that I use, per gum. Oh, interesting. So I'm not a gum chewer, but I think I've seen that around and it totally makes sense that it would affect whatever it's doing because you're chewing it. So it is interacting with your teeth. So whatever effect it has. Yeah. 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 And the opposite is true, right? If you get these Mm -hmm. real sugary, which tastes delicious gums, but it's going to be really bad for you. So this is the opposite. This is actually doing a little bit of good. That's great. And there are, there are other benefits of chewing gum, you know, mm-hmm. people that are nervous. Or again, I do it a lot of times um, if I'm trying not to eat as much. So I'll just start chewing gum. So then I've got that that thing. Right. My body yes. thinks I'm okay. I'm chewing. I'm doing something. Because even if I have like a green smoothie, I'm drinking it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't get a chew. And after I read that book by James oh, Nestor, yeah. that was like, you know, your body needs to chew. That is better, good for your bone structure, your teeth and the strength of your bones. And it gets enzymes yeah. going in your mouth. So, yeah. you know, just having liquid vegetables is really good for you, but you're missing a component. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'll drink a smoothie and then chew gum afterwards. To So I have that a little bit both going on. Nice. So yeah, I really like it. All right. Thank you. And it's delicious too. That's a big factor. Oh, Obviously it's got to taste good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and or else you're just tons like of different flavors. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not worth it. <laughs> no, it. Tastes good too. All right. Well, one more reminder for all of you, check out all of the links. If you want to learn more at 10 bestest, that's one zero bestest.com slash Spock. And don't forget to stay curious. Want to learn more about this week's cool sheets? Head on over to 10bestus, that's 10bestus.com, for links to all of our cool sheets. And sign up for our monthly newsletter with bonus cool sheets and other fun stuff. 10bestus will be back with an all-new episode next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern.